Hello there, I'm Kyoso Ronin Beemaker, and welcome to Lounge Ronin, all things, everything. To learn more about myself and how you can support Lounge Ronin, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media, on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at RoninArt underscore music. And if you prefer, hit me up at my email at RoninArtAndMusic09 at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, Please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. And welcome to Lounge Ronin. All things, everything. And I know it's been a minute since the Ronin has been around. And that's because I had a loss in the family and I had to spend time with my family during that moment. But all is well. And uh, we're back. And I know I'm a little late to the party regarding the incident in Peru. Uh, I was aware of it, but I just didn't have time to cover the incident. Uh, But I've been itching to talk about it and and read the Daily Mail article. I found it to be a very fascinating and interesting event. And... uh, I just want to share my thoughts and feelings regarding this incident and what it kind of means for the larger narrative at hand that's going on with like all the uh, Senate hearings regarding uh, UAPs and pilots and even, you know, passenger airline pilots, you know, being more willing to speak out, you know, without the fear of reprisal or even losing their their license or a job. And I think that, you know, with uh, this incident that happened, you know, it it further kind of either is a, a psyop or is it real we don't really know i mean it's up to for you to interpret the situation on your own accord you know i'm just here to read the article and 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 give my thoughts and perspectives on what this really could mean and i think for many of us you know we we all kind of if anyone has you know been keeping up with it or is aware of it i think we all kind of get it that this is 
you know, things are, you know, escalating everywhere in the country right now, in the world. Uh, so we kind of have to be extra vigilant and mindful of the information that uh, we come across and how we interpret it. But, excuse me, without further ado, let's get into this article. Alrighty, terrified Peruvian villagers claim they are under attack from seven-foot-tall aliens, dubbed face peelers, as they plead with authorities to send backup. Terrified villagers in our rural Peruvian district have claimed they have come under attack by seven-foot-tall aliens they have dubbed Los Palercas or the Face Peelers. Members of the Ikutu tribe or Ikitu, Ikitu tribe from San Antonio native community have reported mysterious figures in dark colored hoods attacking the villagers who live in rural district of Alto Nane northeast of Lima, Peru. After one such attack, a 15-year-old girl had to be taken to the hospital. Sorry about that. Having a minor technical difficulty. Okay, that's so weird. Give me a second. Oh, there we go. Alright. Apologies about that. Okay, here we go. Okay. According to the community leader, Jario Vitigual Davil, sorry if I apologize on the name, the teenager narrowly escaped, but as a result of the struggle, they cut part of her neck. Now, according to local media, members of the community are conducting night patrols to protect women, children, and the more vulnerable villagers. And we have called on the authorities to send in the military. Here we have a photo of uh, terrified villagers in rural Peruvian district have claimed they have come under attack by seven-foot-tall aliens. Uh, uh, pictured a man with bandages around his head who was supposedly attacked is held by two other villagers. And then here we have a video of Peruvian military arriving. Some community members said they can't sleep because they are in fear. 
Locals describe the extraterrestrials as having large heads and yellowish eyes and said the mysterious figures are immune to their hunting weapons. They claim they have attacked them every night for nearly a month since July 11th. Uh, Lotina Nota, Notasias, a Peruvian news outlet, uh, quoted Davila as saying he had come face-to-face with one of the so-called aliens. We have met almost face-to-face. His face is hardly visible. I have seen his whole body floating at a height of one meter, he said, suggesting the being was hovering. The group have now requested military presence from the authorities. However, it reportedly takes a 10-hour river trip to reach the community from uh, Quito's, uh, Quito's city. We need support for our community. The children do not sleep and the mothers stay up all night. They appear to be armored. One shot of them twice and he wasn't injured. He rose and disappeared. You know, what's interesting about um, this event that's taking place currently in, uh, or um, I should say has been taking place in in Peru, you know, you do hear of similar stories. You know, it it reminds me of uh, an episode of Sam Tripley. where they were, this guy nearly got sacrificed in uh, Joshua's tree. And he encountered floating beings with uh, hoodies, uh, with, with, with uh, cloaks, I should say. Um, so I, I don't know if what they are uh, experiencing, if they're aliens or if they are demonic. I mean, they could be two of the side, you know, um, you know, they could be one of the same, you know, they could be a, you know, a demonic entity, you know, that's either interdimensional or intergalactic. Um, because I think as things kind of get more, as the, the woo-woo gets more and more prevalent and more people are learning and being more aware and educated you know, I, 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 it starts, you know, the lines begin to blur to uh, such an extent that it's it's kind of hard to tell what's truly going on. Uh, now, that's just m- my personal uh, take on it, that, you know, what we are witnessing in many ways, I feel, is a... is a combination of the two you know and, and <clears throat> you know we have to think about all the very strange and fascinating uh, tales and stories that have been uncovered in regards to you know these types of beings and entities like I said there's that one interview with this investigator on Sam Tripley talking about something very similar. And, you know, whether or not we are dealing with something of this world, of this reality, of this plane, whatever you what may have, you know, there's no reason for these people 
to lie. You, you catch my drift. Like what you know, they don't have. What do they gain from creating such a fantastical story to such an extent where you have people that are injured? You know, I just I don't think that's the case. Um, you know, I've I've heard of you know of stories with people talking about how the military will have areas, you know, designated as like hunting grounds for these types of entities and beings. Or the similar case with the whole Joshua tree area. Um, there is a guy who learned that the, you know, the, the border patrol and people, they would bus you know, migrants into these certain areas, or, or I should say homeless people. I think he said homeless people. I may be mis, um, not correct, so don't quote me on it. Um, but he was essentially explaining that they'll get dumped off into these hunting grounds to be fed, to be fed to. So, you know, it's like, you know, you have to start wondering, like, what the what the heck is going on around here? What kind of deals are have been made? You know, what kind of deal did Eisenhower make? Uh, you really got to start kind of questioning what's really going on when these kind of stories are happening. And you have people out there who are being genuine. I don't, these, like I said, these people don't have a reason to lie. They don't have a reason to make this up. Um, so I think that's something that we kind of have to take into consideration. You know, and, and whether or not they're aliens or not, I'm not here to say that. All I'm saying is that we have to be mindful that these people do not have a reason to go out of their way to tell such a fantastical story. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not even saying whether or not they're telling the truth. I'm just saying they don't have a reason to lie. It, it just is, I don't know what it would benefit in their favor. You know, unless they're trying to get, you know, t some type of aid from the government. I mean, it doesn't se really seem like that's the case. But, you know, we'll continue to see what else, um, you know, we'll learn from the article. You know, we're very frightened about what's happening in our community. Continues. He added, their shoes are round shape, which they use to float. Their heads are long. They wear a mask and their eyes are yellowish. They are experts at escaping. After one such alien attack, a 15-year-old girl had to be taken to the hospital. Local reports said she sustained neck injuries in a struggle with one of the mysterious beings. And that's a photo of the young girl. Here we have... Uh, a photo of uh, members of the community are conducting night patrols to protect women, children, and more of the vulnerable villagers. We see them with their uh, their, their their long rifles. Um, some villagers uh, subscribe the aliens as being like uh, pelicaras, strange beings from the folklore that feast on human faces, fat, and organs. According to reports, the police reached the remote area on board a speeder vessel and toured the village perimeter, including the area where the teenager was allegedly attacked. Uh, 
it is unclear if the authorities found anything to corroborate the villagers' claims and if the government intends to deploy military personnel to the area for a sustained period of time to protect the villagers from the mysterious threat. According to a 2017 national census, there are around 1,350 people who identify as being part of the Ikitu community. Um, so, you know, they're saying that the the villagers, some of the villagers, describe them as, as being strange beings from the folklore that feast on human faces and fat and organs. So that, you know, so then there you have another thing to take into consideration. You know, I, you know, I love this, this saying from Star Wars, there's always a bit of truth in legends. So, you know, what I'm presenting here is like, um, is this folklore based on incidents that have happened in that area in the past? And that it's a, a something that's reoccurring again. So, you know, or or it was a folklore to scare and, and send a message to, to the community. But now you have these entities that are masquerading as said folklore. You know, that's something that we also kind of have to take. I think what's really interesting about a lot of these folklore and a lot about about these stories is the the psychological game and manipulation that's being played onto people. You know, so much so that it manipulates people's perception in, in a way that, you know, like, you know, you know, the whole kind of generational trauma ideology and idea, I should say. You can kind of find that, I guess you could say, in folklore in these legends where people then are recalling these stories of similar incidents happening in the past. And and I myself am wondering, well, is it in relation to just a folklore, a story, um, a narrative that was just told? And then you have these entities that are in this area have... Um, been surveilling and reconnaissing these villagers and learning about their community, what they, their fears, their strengths and what have you. And then using that as a way to um, practice whatever types of, you know, if it's hunting is if it's experimentation, whatever it may be. And they're using that as a, as a, as a way to add fear into this village and manipulate them. You know, I'm, you know, you know, like I say, you know, put on your your your, your tinfoil hat or kufi, whatever you want, fedora, and just you know, go along for the ride. <laughs> but I just think it's very interesting that the the that for this community, uh, you know, it's such a serious situation that they're not really sure what to do. And you know, you may or may not have the um. the Peruvian government really do anything? I mean, what can they necessarily do? Uh, you know, it'd be really, you know, it's, I think it's it's more about whether or not they are interested or in wasting, and I don't want to say it in a disrespectful way, but if, in, in using resources for such an event. That's kind of what I'm, I'm trying to uh, in, imply. And it, it really depends on, you know, 
if there's any more information that kind of comes out regarding this incident. Now, I'm going to see if I can get a couple videos pulled up um, regarding this and just interviews with the local people. I'm going to see if I can get it to pop up. Uh, if not, it is what it is. Oh, okay, great. Um, awesome. So I think we might look at a couple videos and just see what people have to say. Apologize, I didn't get this set up in advance, but I hope you guys can understand. Alrighty. So, let's see what they have to say. Yeah, these photos are impressive. Damn. Man, that's interesting. So there's one incident, and we got some interviews there, and just people kind of talking about what was happening. So pretty interesting stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, there were some, there were some videos that were taken. The videos, you can't really tell um, in this clip what you saw is pretty much what the video really looks like. There isn't much to go on. Uh, but I find that uh, this whole situation is just funny, man. It's just funny and, and very interesting because, you know, the, the more and more these types of situations that keep on occurring... Uh, the more people are just going to start really questioning what's going on. And I, I don't think there's really much of a reason for me to kind of show you the video of, of, um, of supposedly what the creature looks like. It's, it's very blurry and uh, there's not really much to go on. So I don't think there's really any purpose to show it to you guys. But I just wanted to kind of touch on this. I find it a really interesting story. Um, it's a very interesting incident, you know, and I feel for the people of um, of Peru and especially in that village. 
uh, it's unfortunate that these people are, are dealing with it. And, you know, what, what I also really feel for is, is the fact that, you know, a lot of us out here, you know, how many of these weird incidents are happening and many people in those small villages are too afraid to say anything um, for whatever reason. And I think that, you know, we're going to see, we're, we're going to hear more stories and incidents of these as things kind of keep on heating up. You know, we got a lot of narratives and we, we got a lot of um, games going on. And, uh, and, and what I mean by games is a lot of distractions. And this could have been, this could have been a minor distraction at that time to, dis to distract us from something else that may have been going on in Peru that could have been very crucial for us to be aware of. Uh, but, you know, this is just a very interesting situation. And I think people out there, we should really just, you know, take these incidents as a cautionary tale and be mindful of what is going on out there. Because if these people themselves are recollecting to stories of similar creatures, I mean... You know, unless it's, you know, you have, you know, I know some people thought, or well, maybe it's loggers trying to scare the people, but, and, you know, that's, I guess that's entirely possible. Um, but I, I don't know too much about that area. That's really an issue for that community. Um, but I know some people have, have brought that up and I don't know. I, I just, I would, I would. I would say this is a very extreme measures to go into trying to scare these people off of land. But I mean, we, we know that our, our, our own U.S. government has done far worse to scare um, people off their native lands or manipulate them off their native lands. And it, it's, it's unfortunate that this situation is, is going on. It's weird. It's a very weird situation, but I personally, I just wanted to touch on it really light. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I got back this morning from seeing my family and all that. And uh, I already made the thumbnail before I left and I was like, bro, I need to use it. And I just want to get touch on it a little bit. I, I think it's a cute little interesting story. Uh, you know, if, you know, hopefully we might get more information if more stuff comes out regarding this incident. But other than that, I mean, you know, I would say look for any patterns. If anything like this happens similarly in South America and Central America and other countries or other regions of Peru, you know, keep an eye out for any similarities in what the eyewitnesses describe. And if we see some similarities and consistencies, then we can be like, okay, there might actually be something here. But again, like I said, whether or not these are aliens, I don't know. But I also know that these people really wouldn't have a reason to lie. I don't know what the benefit would be. So I think that's just something for us to keep in mind in terms of this story and any new developments that come out. I know this happened like a week 
ago, I should say, maybe a week and a half ago. Uh, but yeah, if there's any new developments to this story, I will let you guys know. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it on this story. I'll, I'll use the second half of this just to give you guys a little update, let you know what things are going to be doing. I'll be doing another live stream tomorrow uh, afternoon, early afternoon, around 12, 1230. Uh, that, that's going to be a very long live stream. We're going to be covering... Uh, some some Hindu texts and math and, and and quantum physics. It's gonna be a fun one. I've been holding on to that one for a minute. Um, yeah, so I'll be probably yeah I'm gonna be live streaming regularly uh, for the next couple of weeks. Um, I'll try to be doing it around twelve ten twelve thirty around that time in uh, early afternoon. And you might catch me in the evenings as well, around 8 o'clock, 8.30 as well. Um, I do have some other um, other articles and things to cover. Got thumbnails uh, finished for them. Just got to get it all together and put it out. Going to be working on some other uh, back-end things. I got to work on scripts for the uh, the Monday Mindset podcast. Uh, if you guys out there who enjoy Lounge Ronin, uh, if you are looking for a podcast series that helps with mindfulness and being the best version of yourself by being better than yesterday, I highly recommend you tech, check out my podcast series, The Monday Mindset. And uh, if you're looking for something a little more uh, mindful, but a bit raunchier and a bit more deeper and uh, well, I shouldn't say deeper, but a little more raunchy and a little more uh free spirited check out the monday mindset rants uh you know there you know I, I i still cover mindfulness but a little more free spirited a little more open minded with what i want to say uh but lounge run is going to keep on going like i said tomorrow is going to be a long one uh, i hope you guys can tune in for it uh you know like i said we'll be covering hindu texts and quantum mechanics and see what all that fun jazz is. Uh, what else are we going to be talking about in the coming weeks? Uh, some Edgar Casey. Uh, we're going to be yeah covering some Edgar Casey. Um, you guys know I love my Giants, so I'll be covering some more articles on Giants. Oh, um, I got a uh, yeah. We got another one. A story about a guy who married his car. Uh, that's a very interesting story. We'll be covering that as well. Got that thumbnail ready to go as well. Uh, maybe I might do that one tomorrow evening or Thursday. We'll see. You'll know when the thumbnail comes out. Uh, so, yeah, we got some uh, good stuff planned um, since I came back from my trip. And uh going to be hustling and bustling a lot more. So you'll you'll see me being a lot more consistent. And, and honestly, please, if there's anything that you are interested in me talking about or have any thoughts, please share them in the comment section. Now, I know we got some people viewing in. If you would so kindly hit that like button, uh, make sure to subscribe as well if you're if you're new to the channel. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. You know, helps the channel get out there, helps the channel grow, and uh, it helps me um, Put out more content and better content for you guys. 
because I, I every I value your opinions, I value your support, and I love doing this. So please, please hit that like button. But that's pretty much it we got. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of things are going to come up in the coming weeks. Uh, this fall is looking like it's going to be pretty wild. Um, so I, I hope everyone stays vigilant and stays mindful and focus on what you can control amongst the chaos. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Lounge Ronin. Please make sure to hit that like button. And if you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe and ring that notification bell. And until next time, stay positive, stay focused, stay true,